The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand there is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you having a bad hair day? (laughs) We all have them. It's okay if today is the day. You know, we always, uh, you know, do a check uh, before we leave the house or before we let our children leave the house. We say, have you looked in the mirror yet today? (laughs) Right? We look in the mirror. We use mirrors to be able to judge our outward appearance, to look and to see, do I look respectable? Are people going to stare at me in an odd way because of the way my hair is sticking out. You know, at camp we had, a, we had themed meals uh, at youth camp and uh, uh, one of the themed meals we did one summer was bad hair day breakfast. And, uh, you know, we would use hairspray and all kinds of stuff to kind of get our hair sticking out in, in odd ways. And some people would just roll out of bed and, and, and go naturally like that. But I had one friend who, uh, who went outside and he put sticks in his hair and he had saved ketchup packets from the night before and he put the ketchup packets. You know, he's just trying a little too hard. <laughs> You know, none of us would leave the house like that, certainly, uh, or without doing a a basic check to make sure that uh, our mothers would approve. And yet, you know, the, the mirror only reveals so much. It only reveals what's on the outside. What we really need is a mirror for the heart. Thankfully, we have that too. The Holy Scriptures God's word, 
act as a mirror to the human heart. They reveal what is inside. There is an ancient practice within Christianity uh, called examine, usually conducted in the evening where the individual reflects on the day, looks at places where God was present in their life and gives thanks, but also takes a moment to ask, where have I fallen short of the way that God would have me live? And as we do this, we realize that there are places in which both God has been present and our life has been blessed and ways in which we have fallen short of living in the way that God would have us live. Reflecting on this practice, his own personal practice of examine, uh, C.S. Lewis writes in Mere Christianity about uh, reflecting on his day and uh, thinking about an encounter that he had with somebody where uh, quite outside of his personality, he snapped at them, was short with them, and he thought, well, where did that come from? Now, that's not who I typically am. But upon further reflection, he realized that it was more like a situation of finding rats in the cellar. See, he says, if you go down into the cellar and you turn on the light, the rats quickly scatter. And uh, he said, it's kind of like that in our lives. That when something comes out uh, of us that seems unexpected, it's like that rat that when the light comes on, it quickly scatters out of the way. But if we realize for just a moment that, you know what, (laughs) whether I turn on that light or not, that rat is there. And so when we look at our lives, yeah, sometimes it sneaks out. We find ourselves doing things that surprise us even uh, in ways that we interact with other people. But these things are not situations where we're just caught off guard, acting outside of our normal personality. They are revealing what our heart really has. And here's the Reality, as God's word reveals it to us, as Jesus points out today in our gospel lesson, folks, we have rats in the cellar. You do, and I do. Jesus says that it is from within, from the human heart, that come evil thoughts, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, Deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. Those things, they come from the human heart. They're rats in our cellar. Now, the old Adam, the old Eve and us, they don't like the sound of this. We like to think of ourselves as deep down at our core being good people. That's not how the scriptures reveal it. They tell a different story. Jesus says that these things come from the human heart. Where do we get this idea that the human heart is good on its own apart from God? I have an idea. I think this source of the misinformation comes from 
the mouse. That's right, Disney. You know, Disney tells a great story. We watch Disney a lot in our house. We've been to Disney World. It's, it's a magical kingdom, right? They tell a good story. But the message, the consistent message of Disney is look within you. And that is of no help when addressing the human condition. Let me just give you four examples, and they're just four that immediately come to mind. In the movie Tarzan, we are told to trust your heart. In the movie Pocahontas, we are told to listen to your heart. In the movie Cinderella 2, yes, there's a Cinderella 2, and a 3, I think, too. But in Cinderella 2, we are told to follow your heart. Mulan tells us, be true to your heart. Certainly, Disney is of the mind that our heart is the source of good things. That you can trust yourself, that you can look within and there find guidance. Jiminy Cricket's advice is always let your conscience be your guide. That only works if your conscience is shaped by the word of God. If your conscience has been redeemed by the blood of Christ. Of course, Disney is just child's play when it comes to self-help. All of us have had the experience of standing in a checkout line and while waiting for uh, the time for us to go up and put our groceries on, we look over at the magazines and they are covered (laughs) with images selling self-help. It's in everything from the TV shows that we watch to the movies, the podcast listings on our phone. It's everywhere. Selling this advice, do this, change that, correct this, just polish that, and you'll be better, if not better off, more acceptable, more likable. I'm sure they're all well-intentioned, but self-help is no help, because our self is corrupted by sin. No amount of self-help or pop psychology can remove that sin from our lives. No amount of self-medication can help us really cope and, and fix the heart. Not alcohol or drugs, not eating or fasting, not exercise or dieting or shopping, not working, not playing. None of it, none of it will fix the root issue. No amount of self-improvement through church attendance or serving at our food pantry can remove the dirt of sin that clings to the pots and pans of our lives. No one gets clean on his or her own. There's only one thing that removes sin from our lives, and that is Jesus Christ. What's interesting is that as we look at Jesus in the Gospels, he seems wholly unconcerned with sin in the way that we religious folk typically think of it. 
He approaches holiness in a way in which even today is foreign to us. We're so concerned with the outward appearance, but Jesus looks at the heart. And when he looks at us, sinners as though we are, he clearly sees the evil lurking in our hearts. He can, we hear in different examples in the Gospels of times where he can know the inner thoughts of people that are there in the room with him. And yet, even though he sees it there, that ugliness that resides in our hearts, that that spills out that uncleanness, he doesn't distance himself from us. No, in fact, he leans in. He came to do this, to dwell among us, to eat with sinners. He came to touch the bodies of unclean lepers and even the dead. He went to the cross for the sake of sinners. He took our place there, dying for us, and on the cross taking on all of our sin, yours and mine and that of the whole world. He took on all of our uncleanness, our wretchedness, our evil. And in dying, he destroyed it all. He destroyed its power. And he gave to us forgiveness. In his death, Jesus expressed the depth of God's love for us sinners and forgave our sin. Having received this gift, of forgiveness and holy baptism, we now have a new heart, as Ezekiel prophesied. We have a clean heart, that same clean heart for which David prayed in the Psalms. Now, when we look in the mirror, not only do we see the outward appearance, but with the mirror of God's word, we can look into our heart and we begin to see ourselves in a different light. We begin to see ourselves as redeemed sinners, bought with the precious blood of Christ, forgiven and made righteous in him. So St. Paul can say, So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. Now, when we examine ourselves and see something ugly, we can honestly and humbly confess that sin, knowing that it has been bled and died for by Jesus. Now, because we have been crucified and raised with Christ in holy baptism, we can confidently confess that we are justified by grace through faith. So when you stand at the mirror tonight getting ready to brush your teeth or wash your face, pause for a moment. And as you're washing your face, remember your baptism where you were washed clean. Ask yourself, as you look in the mirror, what do I see? What does God see?
And remember that when he looks on you, he sees one loved and redeemed by Christ. He looks on you and he sees you a beloved child made right with him. Then, whatever your particular answer may be as to what you see, remember that God has put in you a new heart and called you to live in that love and that knowledge all your days. In the name of Jesus, amen.